Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. It's February, which means it's the month full of love, boxes of chocolates, and crass commercialism. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLennonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as percutaneous transhepatic cholangiogram and can't find a date. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Uh, Dr. London, I've been, I've been pouring over the data. You know the data for this show? Yeah, I was going to ask. I've been pouring over the listener data for this show, Dr. London. I've, I've come across some very, I mean, sort of distur- disturbing things about our audience. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, is- I mean, you know how when people listen to this podcast, it, we're able to sort of like capture their thoughts and dreams? Yeah, yeah, and harness them and use them for our own will. These sickos, Dr. London, do you know what they're dreaming of? They're dreaming of snowboarding and surfing and skateboarding and these just completely unsafe extreme sports. All of them, every single listener of ours is obsessed with extreme sports. Not only that, green beans. All of them eat green beans. Almost for every meal. For the snowboarding, okay, it is cold outside. Sure. I kind of get it, but surfing, that's what gets me. And this one? It's cold. It's cold. And that's the kind of freaks we have oh, as fans. Dr. Sick. Look at look at Look at this. Look at this one. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. That guy? Yeah. Look at that listener. Oh, my yeah. gosh. He looks so... Well, it's the... You know how when... People start listening to those podcasts. We start uh, measuring their hydration levels. Yeah. Every single listener is unbelievably hydrated. Yeah. Horrifyingly hydrated. To a weird level. They're obsessed with it. They're as obsessed with it as they are green beans. You know, regardless of, you know, who our fan base is, I I would like to instruct them today because today is kind of an important day. It's we're kind of preparing for maybe the biggest day of the year. Holiday wise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's. It's almost Valentine's Day, so we do have to prepare these the listeners. Day of here. love mm-hmm. in the, uh, on the fourteenth of the month of love. Mm-hmm. Cupid's Day, mm-hmm. as they all call it, as they all say, uh, Cupid's Day. But Doctor London, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to to spoil your enjoyment of the holiday. But I've decided. I just decided. That it was actually, Valentine's Day was invented by like card and candy companies to sell more product. Well, no. And so what you think of as love is actually crass commercialism. So whenever I fell in crass commercialism with who I thought was the crass commercialism of my life. Sure. That wasn't real crass commercialism. It's as real as I don't I don't know like a TV commercial. Okay, I 
But anyways, that's that's our producer Cameron kind of hitting us with the hard facts today, and I don't I don't know if I like it. Sorry, but think about it. What is the what is the one day a year where you buy a little bit of candy? There's no uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess Halloween would also be a pretty decent no. contender. No, definitely no. Right, that, that's our producer Cameron, but also with us is Digital and the Host. The day of love, day of love, Cupid's day, Cupid's day, Cupid's day. I'm sorry to spoil your enjoyment of the holiday. Valentine's Day was invented by the card and candy companies to sell more Cupid's day, Cupid's day, Cupid's day. What you think of as love is actually crass commercial. Crass commercial. So whenever I fell in crass commercialism with what, who I thought was the crass commercialism of my life, that wasn't real crass commercialism. And later, Cameron tells us we can expect a special guest. That's right, Dr. London. But before we move on, I'd like to address a bit of listener feedback. So for a long time, we had a listener demographic composed of very lonely relatives who would use family gatherings as an opportunity to sit you down and coach you on your dating habits. But in our efforts to cater to them or to our green bean fans, we neglected the many bot accounts that download our podcast. That's right, Dr. London. It turns out, you know, I was saying almost all of our listeners eat green beans, blah, blah, blah. That, we're talking about our human listeners. Which is maybe 10% of the overall audience. Between 1% and 10%, where the rest of our audience are made up of are lovely bots that scour the internet and live Mm -hmm. in the cloud and live in machines and are viruses. Uh, So, well, Cameron, could you ask the selfie ring light for the listener feedback? Dear host of the Jock Talk podcast, I'm a very tall robot, a large machine. I listened to this week's episode and I'm furious that you would make fun of my dear friend, the robot vacuum, Roomba. How dare you? I'll be sure to tell Roomba of your mean words. Sincerely, tall robot. Okay, well this is... Now, Dr. Lennon, I have not listened to this week's episode yet, but I do remember recording it. I don't remember us going into like a... So, I I mean, I can can tell you what happened here. I, I said... I kept pushing for people to read my from my Twitter feed. I said, like, uh-huh. I got something good for you there. And that's where I, I, I did go on a Twitter rant about the Roomba. Uh, once, and I know we've talked about it before, but, like, it's a Nepo baby. Okay. Yes. Is the Roomba a Nepo baby? Because its parent, the vacuum cleaner, is one of the most famous yes. appliances of all time. I, yes. What? Yeah. Brave Little Toaster. A very significant part of that movie was the big vacuum cleaner that... Vacuum stuff had a long cord. Uh, yeah, no, I don't. Don't get me wrong. Don't I know that the vacuum family is going to have a lot of money? All those royalties that they got from appearing in the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah, uh, but Doctor London, what did you put these tweets in the episode? Uh, I in the um like 
in the setting and in the information and the SEO. Like I, oh, I did connect it all because, okay. uh, just like sometimes you just you do have to come out and make a statement. And uh, I I do think this this whole nepo baby thing is is an issue. So um, I figured like this is the most healthy way to address it, which is with a Twitter rant where I tag a bunch of politicians, sure. and uh, and also uh, quote tweeted and reply to a lot of people who are not talking about that at all. And who like yeah. if I if I twist the interpretation, I can make them kind of involved. Can you give me an example of one of these anti Roomba tweets? Yeah, yeah. So I said, um, Roomba, first off, you stay low to the ground. What are you doing down there? I don't trust it. Oh, you accused it of being creepy. Unlike a normal yeah. vacuum. Yeah, yeah. Because normal vacuums, I'm not sure if you you're can familiar. keep an eye on them. Yeah. They're, they're so big. Roombas go under the couch without you. Yeah. So, and that, that was another few of my tweets were like, they go under without you and I can't go under my couch. So I'm a, at a certain point, I got really jealous of them too. And so I got defensive for myself a few tweets down the rant. I was like, right. You're sort of framing it as like only a freak would go under there, but it's only because you can't. And so it's sort of that kind of projection. So I hope that answers the question. Uh, but anyway, thank you so much for this listener feedback. That's, that's how we improve the show is we hear this feedback and, uh, then we stand by whatever we've said and did and don't really give in at all. Um, so thank you for listening. Now for today's medical topic, virilization. Virilization is like hirsutism, which we presumably talked about last week, uh, which is male pattern hair growth in women, but virilization is more severe. So symptoms include clitoromegaly, uh, deepening of the voice, irregular menstrual periods, acne, and increased muscle mass. Testing should be done when patients present with irregular menstrual periods and signs of virilization. These lab tests should typically include prolactin, DHEA, testosterone, FSH and LH, and 17-hydroxyprogesterone. Just, just for starters, that's what you want to start with. Uh, treatment? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Treatment for virilization uh, depends on the underlying diagnosis, which is why you do all those tests, uh, since virilization tends to be the result of hormonal imbalances. Which, I gotta interject here, it's not necessarily specific to this disease, but we need to talk about the tests that you're requiring your patients to take. Some, I know some of these are unnecessary, Dr. London. What? Well, it's aptitude. I have to test, do they have an aptitude? How many? Yeah, but is it aptitude to to say like guess the logos and you you know you've got a bunch of logos and they have to write what company it's like the Nike swoosh and they write <sighs> Nike is that yeah it's what just, is that testing this sounds like you you just sound so out of touch with medicine when you ask stuff like this I am yes I yeah I so like to you want me to just break down how the visual dynamic works and the neurological aspects of the brain matter that that are connected here with. Do you want me to explain all that? Uh, I mean, that's that, a different episode. That's a different episode because that's uh, that's going to be taught in the neurology section, which we'll it, get to. But we're not saying that. Just seeing like the Dunkin' Donuts logo that that does the stuff you're talking about. It do, it doesn't do it. It tests the aptitude. Uh, see, I feel like I'm okay. talking to a child. No, it, it's I'm not at all. I am an adult, and I am I'm very smart about a lot of stuff. Just maybe not logos and stuff and so I- well yeah i guess maybe study your logos more i guess that's to all listeners study your logos a little more right no one knows the converse logo okay 
Let's honestly, do you want to move on from there then? It sounds like we sure, burned this whole bridge. No, no, no. We can move completely on. Sounds like you're done. From this podcast? Mm, tempting. Uh, Finally. T- put, put a pin in that one. All right. So, Cameron, you said we have a dating expert. Uh, hello there. My name is Dr. LennonSmith.com, and this is our producer, Cameron. Uh, what was your name? Mine? Yes. Oh, sorry. No, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I'm Jenny. Um, I am an expert on love. So I guess, do you want to just uh, maybe get into it a little bit? Because like, it's, it's kind of known from, I've been kind of open about this in the past. I've, I've struggled a little bit with my dating life. Oh, okay. Um, and my other, my other lives as well, especially because I've lived a double. It's a double life. Mm-hmm. Um, You're like Hannah Montana. Yes. Yes. That's what everyone says. Yes. Mm-hmm and they don't know who which one am i yeah uh, yeah and your other life is i mean it's the it's the same right it's like a teenage girl pop star you just use yeah. ai and just sort of create it yeah that's right but i mean, I it's, mean it's, one of my fans yeah yeah i'm just i'm just pointing out just to say it's similar to hannah montana is not the full picture because it's you're kind of aggressively trying to play out the life of hannah montana yeah mm. and like it it really sucks because i haven't seen the show yeah but like i think i got at least vibes i'm I'm nailing the vibes oh um, you would like, love the show it's a okay. really good show especially okay. if you're willing to copy your life after it i think you would be really into it it's it's i think it was nominated for a nickelodeon teen choice award wow oh. no mm-hmm. really huh okay uh valentine's day is coming up tomorrow mm-hmm. uh and do you have any I get. I guess to start out with, do you have an approach? I know you've written what sixty books on the topic. Sixty-four. Yeah, sixty-four books on oh, wow. how to Valentine's Day, and then like different how to value your time, how to yeah, like you had a lot of try uh, a lot of attempts at wordplay, and mm-hmm. it seemed like it made it through the first draft mm-hmm. of the process. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, could could you share with us like how how to do it, how to do the date thing? Oh, I thought you meant how to do it, as in sex. As, um, okay, so how to do the date thing. For someone like a Dr. London, who yeah. is a doctor by day, Hannah Montana by night, trying to find the love of his life, mm-hmm. I mean, what, 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 would that, what, what would you change about this dude? Because honestly, it's, his dating life has been pretty pathetic. Are you? Can you be more specific? You want me to yep. tell you how to get a date for Valentine's Day? To, to, yes, I, I have five lined up, but I want to know how, because I don't think I did it right. But how did you line up your five dates? That's impressive. Okay, good, because that's that's last year. That's not what they said. Oh, they who's uh, who's they? Is this the same people. You lined up the same five <laughs> dates. And they weren't happy about it last year, but they agreed to it this year again. Yeah. Well, it was it was twenty five last year, and uh, oh, and the, five returning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, it's, it's what do you mean? Last year, and listeners will remember this is all canon. I'm sure. Uh, I had twenty five dates lined up, and one of the problems I ran into is I had them all scheduled for the same time at the same place. Why did you do that? At the same table. Well. I just thought, because like, I don't want to make a waiter split the tab. Oh, yeah. Like the bill. I don't want them to split, because like... You're considerate of the worker. How did you find... What I'm shocked about 
is you should okay. be the dating expert. How did you fi- find 25 dates in one night? So, so the first, I guess, I, I don't want to number them because that seems like weird, but I get sure. the first one chronologically that I met, uh, we were at a bookstore and I saw she was looking at some sci-fi books and I told her, you know, that's not real, right? Oh, wow. She's so stupid. She thought it was real, probably. And she's been... So you're telling me you met this girl in person. These aren't even set up on an app. Yeah, a lot of a lot of the dates have been like... I, I personally... It's tough to... Okay. Yes, it was in person. I got her attention. That was the first thing. And then when I say date, that might, I might be using that too liberally... I get them oh. all to the same place on Valentine's Are Day. Are you tricking them? Are you well, saying, the, I mean, we, don't we hey, all... come here f- for a date? Are you saying, come here because I need your help desperately? What are you do saying? Do they know you're going to gonna be there, there at all? <laughs> yeah. What do you, well, how are you getting them there? Okay. So, so there's, I, I tell them about this raffle that's, well, it's, it's, I, I say them. Some of them. I tell them that there's a raffle. It depends on, kind of on what they're into. Or I say, like, you know, I am have this big production. I, you know, if you can... Or, I, I guess I put my best foot forward is really what I do. And some could say that that's, it's not all true. Okay. What do you mean you tell them there's a raffle? Yeah. So I give them... A, and there's a production? Yeah. Are you, like, inviting them to a show? Yeah, uh, some, yes, yeah, some of them. I've invited them to a show. And then I tell them about my one-man show. And then I tell them, but there's a better show right after. And it's not... It's, is this... They think it's Hannah Montana? Is this you as a the lot pop of this star? Is, yes. <laughs> this is you in the wig. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So now... I want to say the wig is supposed <laughs> to be a different color than your normal hair. It just looks like your hair. I can't tell if you're wearing the wig or not because it's identical to your normal hair. <laughs> right. What color is her hair? The Hers is like... Blonde. When she's Hannah Montana, blonde. yeah, it's blonde. And then when she's okay. Miley, she's a brunette. You think that's why I've been having so much dating trouble then? I, that's got to be part of it. Okay. I mean, what you're telling yeah. me... <laughs> I'm really concerned. Okay. I I'm I've never seen this. A guy getting 25 dates on one night but not being so sure if they know the girls know this is a date. You're not being yourself. You're wearing well, a wig. Uh, you're inviting them no, to a raffle. No, it's my raffle. best foot forward. It's not I'm not not being myself. I'm putting my best foot forward <laughs> on the date. And the and, date prep. And tell me can can we jump ahead now to you have five lined up this year. They were upset about it. Can you just, I just need a little more detail so I can give you the right advice. Uh, okay. I'm still so lost. So five of them, I, they, they were afterwards. Cause I also didn't show up last year uh, to the date because I realized this bill is going to be expensive. That's 25 oh, people. Yeah. That's a lot. It'd probably be easier to swallow if it was split up, but you really insisted on. <laughs> and yeah, did, and did you, did all the girls think you stood them up and they were like, wait, is this the bachelor? Uh, looking back now, there's a chance that some of them thought that I was, I stood them up. Um, well, how'd you get these five returning ones? What, yeah. What's what with what the did five? you tell them to get them to agree to whatever? Yeah. What do they think is happening? I guess. And have you not talked to them for a year? Yeah. A, a decent, I, I, I said, you know, Hey, what's up? Sorry. I was busy. Um, which 
that's a that's a good pick and and you know jenny feel free to let me know is that a good pickup line hey what's up sorry i was busy <laughs> and and that's just out of the blue <laughs> they like, didn't like 11 months after you stood them up yeah someone stands you up on a date and then a year later you get <laughs> not quite but close to and it's almost Valentine's, a year later yeah. you get hey what's up Sorry, sorry, I was busy. I was busy. Yeah. Terrible, terrible. Okay, well, what what part? Of I would not recommend. I would say if you, I would say, hey, what's up, so and so? Say their okay. name and uh, not that, a number because hey, I know you're. Yeah, not number one, number two. <laughs> hey, what's up, Jenny? Because my numbering system has it's, gotten out of hand. I I see what you mean there. Because it was twenty five. You have now to t- let make sure they know that you know their name. I feel so embarrassed that I stood you up last Valentine's Day. I haven't stopped thinking about you. I didn't know how to reach out, but is I'd love to make it up to you genuinely and i call it genuinely being just from the heart and then the girls but hey what's up sorry i was busy i mean the problem is that is what's in london's heart so you you say be genuine but you're you're suggesting he genuine genuine but you're suggesting he fake it because he doesn't feel that way i don't yeah is that right i don't want to put force because you you kept talking about you know not being myself whatever that's what not being myself looks like yeah i'm just trying to put my best foot forward by disguising myself so being yourself oh okay so what we have to work on is your personality i guess oh yeah if we could just change my personality that if that would fix that's now so okay so you said hey what's up sorry i'm busy Mm -hmm. sorry i was busy to five girls and uh, to 25 girls five of them said no problem uh that no that's not what they said at first i like well i i said i sent them some money on cash app like to cover the bill for that time for the ones that did respond at all so five responded out of the 25 um i sent them some money said like sorry i hope it wasn't any trouble splitting the bill i really feel for the waiters um i and i kind of went on about that for a while uh like actually they work really hard and they're underappreciated they're essential workers I don't know if you remember the, during the pandemic. Well, and you're start talking from your heart right now. So that's a good start. And I'm confused. You're saying this to the girls that didn't respond or the five girls that did the respond? The ones that did respond. Because that way I knew that this is a conversation. I mean, I, it turned into a bit of a, like at first it was typed. And then I just started sending voice recordings of t- sure, praising yeah. uh-huh. these essential workers who, who do so much to, like, there's the ones who support <laughs> the economy, essentially. Like, they're... They, they, okay, you know. okay, Doctor London. We know, we know how much you love the waiters. And can you tell us then how they agreed? Are these five girls real girls you're meeting with? So I wasn't there these... last year. Whenever the time came to check that, like to look at them and see if they're real. Uh, so that, that that could be another part of this because we have a lot of bot followers on this yeah you have a lot of bot followers are you sure these five aren't bots you you said you met most of them in person but not all of them right no no some of them (laughs) were were five of them possibly via email an app or through email i I just have to be honest 
I can't imagine any girl um, putting up with this behavior and coming back. Well, it was only two. one, one, pro one time that I messed it up. And even then, it was out of consideration for the workers. I don't know if I mentioned that. But you, but you waited an entire year no, to apologize. No, it was like 11 months, 30 busy. days. Yeah. It seems like you just were out of luck on a Valentine's date, and you're scrambling. That's what I think the girl would pick up on. It seems like m the majority did. Five of them didn't. What is your plan? I are you asking advice what to do once you get the five girls there? Yes, because, okay, so. <clears throat> well, also, where? Never in my life have I been asked these questions. Where are you it was being just one question. To? All the other questions have been to me. So I'm like, this is me asking one question. How do I manage? And what was your question? What's your question? What do I do about these five dates I have tomorrow, all scheduled for the same table at the same restaurant on the anniversary of the last year? By the way, the waiters, I should also say, like, I've been to the restaurant at different times now. The waiters do not like me. Like, they really don't like me. Oh, no. Why go there? Okay. Yeah, why? Then my first piece of advice okay, is yes. change the restaurant. Oh. And then, and then I also I do the five females or or males, whoever you're you know on the date with, do they know that there's going to be four other dates there? It seems like they could have picked up on it from the term. I'm sorry, and, and on the the gender of what question, happened the previous year, they could, <laughs> they, they're probably thinking it's going to be even more people than just okay, four others. So okay, so I but see, you apologized. Like, sorry, I was busy. This time I promise to be there and it's just going to be you and me or it's the same situation going to happen. What are they yeah, do expecting? Do they know a date is happening? Are, what are, they, are picking they expecting? Up, they think they're picking up like a lost laptop or something like what? What is happening? What do they think is well, happening? Well, I did tell them there was a raffle. Uh, at, okay. I, I, like, sure. <laughs> I like to throw that in generally <laughs> just in case because okay. there might be one. A lot of places you go to, they have raffles going on. Well, you know where you're going. Is there usually a raffle? Yeah, they, they're not really talking to me right now. Like, I went yeah. in to ask them the, the other day, and they were like, oh, it's you again. You have a lot of inner child work to do that you think you're not enough. You need to throw in the raffle. No, I really, I, I think, Dr. London, you, you need, need to, to throw in the raffle. You need, <laughs> people are not going to be, you know, into him without the raffle incentive, I would say. He needs the raffle. Well, I think otherwise. Well, sorry, I, I was think busy. you don't need the wig. Okay. You don't need Hannah Montana. Well, you don't need the raffle. You are I really enough. disagree on and this. And you need I'm to really just be sorry, honest but... with these. I mean, I get that you're the dating expert. You had all the books, but like. 64 books. I, I'm just like, I've had so many very successful short term, extremely yeah. remarkably short term relationships. And. So to say, like, you're doing it wrong, you, you just can't be Hannah Montana for all your dates. Like, I don't get well, that. Well, I heard you say something very important. Okay. You said short term. And what I'm here tonight to do is tell you, I, ideally, we want a successful long term. Why? It's taxes. It's for tax reasons. Taxes and for um you seemed to be the one that said how do i land these five girls oh no I'm sorry, i just meant like, the date 
the date is all I'm really if if the date goes well, then that's I can say like, oh, I went on a great date the other day. And that's really the objective of a That's what you want. You know what you could do is just not show up. Well now I disagree. Okay. Well it's good to hear both sides. I think you need to show up. And I think you need to tell these girls, if you're going to really have five of them on the date, you need to say, look, I'm doing an experiment. I would like, I love the show, The Bachelor, and I want to do a group date. It seems really fun. Maybe put it, take it into your own hands and say, this is a group date. One, two, three, four, and five. (laughs) Thank you for joining the group date. And guess what? Girls love The Bachelor. And I have to tell you, if I showed up to a date and the guy said, this is a group date, I would love that. So I get, I feel, feel like there are certain expectations that come with associating myself with that show. Cause I'm already pulling in one show for this. H- Hannah. Yeah. Hannah Montana. I'm already pulling that show into this. Which, but now you see, you see why I'm saying you don't need the wig, but if you're going to do a show, maybe the bachelor's more online with dating than Hannah Montana is. I'm not saying he needs the wig, just the raffle. Like, you were saying, London, you are enough. I think you're almost enough. I think London plus a raffle every once in a while is sort of the full package. Well, here, here's the thing. So I did try to get the raffle going just to make sure it would happen. Yeah. But like, then, I, you know, the manager and I got into an argument, manager of the restaurant, got into an argument because I was like, well, just if you could offer up a prize of some kind. And I kept saying like, you know, $100, $170, $190 gift card. Yeah. Uh, to, to like Starbucks Very or something. Very specific numbers, um, yes. Yeah. Just He kept saying I, no, I and then you kept raising, raising the it. price, it sounds like. <laughs> Fine, at $190. And changing, changing where the gift card, because he, he said, I said like, yeah, to Starbucks, Target. And he was like, well, maybe to this restaurant. And I was like, I didn't, I was like, eh, I don't see how that would, because they don't, they, they don't know this restaurant like I do. That's the thing. If, if I won the raffle, sure. I, I don't know if your staff would like it, but sure, I'll like it. You're gatekeeping this restaurant. Yeah. I mean, that you're inviting dozens of people to. I'm going to go on a limb and say, fine, fine. If you want the raffle, keep the raffle, but just bring one girl. Okay. Unless you're going to make it a group date and make it fun, you're going to have to cancel on four girls and pick here's, one. Here's one of the big problems with that. So, as I said, all of these ones were via email, and they emailed me first, saying, right. like, uh, click this link for, to meet some hot babes near town, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, oh, they know what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I am actually interested in you know, attractive young people mm-hmm. uh, close to my age group that are, are in the same town. So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yes, you know, scrambling yeah. to type that in. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> so what I'm afraid of, and this is maybe crazy of me and there's nothing wrong by the way with knowing what you want and clicking a link yeah so i i said like well it sounds like you didn't click the link you just replied to the email right saying yes 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 well i don't have the link clicker i don't know which like Uh, that i don't know if that's an extra computer like i I have ram i have gigabytes but i don't think i have the clicker for the the clicker yet yeah yeah uh so i so so what, what i'm worried about here is that I could get stood up. Be, like, what if one of these is, and I, like, I know this sounds crazy, but like one of them, what if they were like... A robot, which we've already discussed. I was, cons- I was confused what girl in her right mind would put up with this. Yeah. 
I mean, you're not treating these women uh, like women. You're treating them like robots. Okay, well, that's so we have um, we do have a lot of bot listeners on this. Yeah. So, like, if you could and tone you it down. treat and you treat robots horribly. Yeah, how do you, Doctor uh, London? Like oh, okay. you. Well, we don't want to uh, announce that. I know. It's just you're very cruel to to robots in general. You you don't you honestly are like robots don't have feelings. That's well, how you're. Uh, that's what I'm hearing. Okay. Well, yeah, he I, said that a lot lately. Yeah. Well, it's you know they don't they don't have like real feelings. Well, maybe let's pretend that robots do have feelings. Let's just do an exercise. And if robots did have feelings, and it was five robots you were meeting with, should we, can we do a role play exercise? Please. Oh, and I. Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we are. You're um, gonna be you, and yeah. I'm gonna be one of the girls that shows up on your date, and I'm gonna express how I think. Um, I would react as one of these girls, and I want to see how you would respond. Okay, and am I the wa- I'm the waiter. Yes. I'm oh yes, say, we're, you're we're the waiter. That. You and possibly, you know, depending the, the raffle, oh, the yes, raffle, and, and the raffle master. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Doctor London, I told you, you can't keep inviting people here saying I'm going to comp your meal and then not paying. They get very upset. We get very upset. Hey, hey, buddy. Um, that's. Uh, that's how we greet each other. Sorry. Uh, this, so this is my date, I assume. Hi. Why are there four other girls here? How about some appetizers, huh? Huh? Do we have... Waiter? I'm waiter? sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't answer my question. We've got spaghetti noodle appetizer. <laughs> We've got catfish appetizer. We have brownie sundae appetizer. Have you ever thought of taking the word appetizer out of the name of the item and then just having it under a list called appetizer. Oh yeah, let me just change the items on my menu because a guy who's a no-show most of the time <laughs> tells me to. This well, is uh, why you're on thin ice at this restaurant. I would like the catfish appetizer. You don't want the catfish appetizer. I'm just telling you right now, you really don't. Okay, I, this is just an exercise. Remember, we don't have to go too big into character. But fine, I'll take the popcorn shrimp appetizer. There's no popcorn shrimp. I said spaghetti noodle appetizer. Okay, I will take the spaghetti noodle appetizer. Okay. Thank you. That was a really good choice. Now, back to my question. Oh, yeah, sorry. Why I was are busy. there four other girls here? Uh, Where? Right next to me. Oh no, those are the uh, no, that, those aren't, they aren't here for that. For what? But hey, no, uh, they're 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 nobody. Is hey, this what's a date? Uh, sh- uh, sorry, waiter, waiter. Sorry, I just need your help here, Ruki. All right, I've got everyone. Hold up a fork. I've got the spaghetti noodles, and then I'm just gonna yes, just get the noodle. You know, anytime someone says you aren't essential, I say no, I disagree. Waiters are essential workers, right, ladies? Open up, Doctor London. Open up. Yeah, I don't I think anyone's denying. Okay, roll, if we're just roll. gonna okay. drop the noodle in there. Roll, roll, okay, roll. I'm gonna do timeout. I'm gonna click. I'm gonna say timeout on this improv exercise. Okay. I didn't find that to be. 
helpful at all. Um, Dr. London, I found that you deflected every question and used the waiter to um, not have to talk to your date. And if this okay. is how you are on dates, I'm really concerned. Well, can I, can I say something real quick, though? Of course. So, not every relationship is romantic, and my relationship with the waiter is fraught, and I, I need to repair that, and I don't have another... He knows that a tip is coming, uh, potentially, and so I, have a, I can keep him kind of on the line, whereas normally when I go there just to hang out, he does not like it. I follow him from table to table and, uh, you know, make my so quips this about is the appetizers. More, this is more about your relationship with the waiter. And I think you're trying to make the waiter jealous by bringing all these dates. Oh. I think we got to the bottom of it. I was feeling that. Wow. Okay. You wanted nothing to do with your dates. You just wanted the attention from our essential worker. And I think, I think you should go to the restaurant tomorrow and go walk straight up to this waiter and say, you know what? It's you that I want. And you just have to be forward and you just have to say it and so I, put your, be vulnerable. I, I just, I've done that so many times. Oh, you and have. They're, they're so busy, that restaurant. I really get in the way because I do walk straight up and I'm confident, I'm bold. And I'm like, okay, this is the day. I'm going to do it. So I walk straight up and I say, I want you. And they're like, oh, sorry, sorry. Is, is that a specific waiter or is it just any waiter that's around? Well, I get like waiter, hostess, manager, like they, they're all essential. Yeah. So like, sorry, I get, I get, should I say, I speak to an essential worker and say, I want you, but they are so busy because they're working so hard to, to keep this. And you know together. what? You like the chase. Okay. You like games and these essential workers are playing games with you. They're saying, I'm busy. They're the ones that are busy, which is why you sent this text to the girls. Sorry, I'm busy. You're just trying to be an essential worker. You're trying so to it's, be as it's busy as them. It's their fault and not my fault. Okay. Yeah, you, you have been wanting the attention from these essential workers so badly that you're inviting 25 dates to show that you're worthy of love when it's not these dates that you want. It's the essential workers. You want their attention and you want their love. And tomorrow you're going to get it. And you're going to come, maybe if they don't have time to talk to you, bring a sign. Have you seen Love Actually? From a distance. They write in Love Actually, he confesses yes, could, his yeah. love on the poster and you can just hold the poster. They can't deny they can't read. So I have held posters outside of the restaurant before. I feel like the message they got was different from what I was trying to say. What's right. the message what was on, they got? Yeah, what was on the poster? Yeah, I was like, I, I want you. And it, it did, I'll say, whenever I got the I want you poster, it was the military looking one with Uncle sure, Sam. Sure, Uncle Sam, yeah. Yeah, so I was, because that's, those are pre-made. Uh, so I was walking around in circles saying, I want you. And, uh, I, I, for hours I did this for hours. And like, I guess it felt romantic in a way. Well, I don't want you to buy just a generic, I want you poster. I want this to be handmade. Like you were going to write a Valentine's card. Okay. 
You're going to write it out on paper. You're not going to buy it. It's going to be from the heart. You want to know something else you can do? Make your own raffle. Go up front of the of the restaurant and say, there's tap, tap, tap. There's a raffle going on. And I should, so I should bring a mic and an amp as well. Yep. And you pull out each little ticket and each ticket says something very, very special and romantic to your essential workers. And they cannot deny that you're doing this. They have to look. Don't take no for an answer is I think the sort of lesson we're learning here. Walk in there. Well, and then, but then you know, because if they do say no this time, you've really got your answer. Wow, this is going to be, that's a lot to take in. So, so, so let's, so, so if I show up tomorrow, let's say I, I get there a few minutes early, I sit down on the table, checking my emails for, for hopefully updates on, you know, where they are. Uh, then I guess, cause, cause here's the thing you were saying that I shouldn't just stand them up. I should be there for them. And then once they ju- just, if they, if they, if they do stand me up, then I have to stand up with the mic that I brought and the amp, Uh huh. plug those in, tap on yeah. it. Yeah. And then give my speech. Which, which, well, oh, sorry, and raffle. also I have to bring a raffle. Yeah, raffle. I bring a raffle. Because pe- people speech. love a raffle. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a segmented speech because it's every raffle yeah. ticket yeah. with a message on it. Plan it out from the heart. Put yourself out there. If the dates do show up, oh boy, then they're gonna, You can still do the raffle. But then the essential worker is going to see me with the date. And I. Oh. Sometimes, I know I said don't play games, but sometimes games. Are good. That's the title of my se- my second book is Games Are Fun, and I do think it's fun. They, the waiters are going to see you there with some amazing dates and go, "Oh, what a catch!" Last year you didn't show up, so they didn't know that you're this catch. They just thought twenty five people showed up. And they're like, "Wow, we're trying to make them jealous." And it's we're, <laughs> yeah, you backfired. They thought they were the popular one having 25 people show up. I assume they all showed up. So own it. If you want to play games and use these dates as your pawns, fine. But but follow through and do the raffle and and show the essential workers it's them who, who, you know, you want. Use these dates as my pawns. You can do that. And so for all of our listeners, yes, all of our listeners going out for Valentine's Day, that's I think that's really the lesson from Jenny here is use your dates as pawns. If you if you know why you're using them as pawns, sure. If it's a tactic, yes, we've gotten to the bottom of it. These are your these are your just, you know, peons um to make the wait staff jealous and and we we got to the bottom of it and that's fine if you're trying to make them jealous. Make them jealous. There's no rules in love. You can do anything you want. You can call people your little pawns. You can use them in schemes. All of that's fair. That's why they say all is fair in love and war. Absolutely. Well, and on, I guess on that note, fair is fair. I think we have to do some chores. 
that we do. Let me explain what Dr. London's talking about. We have a bunch of things on our to-do list that Dr. London and I have been neglecting, and so we invented this fun chore wheel that we spin every week. Whatever it lands on, that is the task we have to do. Jenny, as our special guest, could you please spin the chore wheel, that big wheel that's sitting behind you? Here we go. Can I just read it? Yes. It says, Ode to Joy. Oh, okay. Oh, we do have to do this. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. So. Okay. Do you want to explain? <laughs> I really don't get it. Yeah. Uh, so Joy was this person who was living out behind the studio for a long period of time. Who, at first they were just parked there. But then after a series of injuries and after a series of us hitting our car into her car, eventually behind the studio became her home. Does that make sense? Yeah. Squatting. And she's just been so great. She's constantly squatting. And we just thought it would be so fun to, uh, you know, write an ode to her. Maybe like a, like a poem or like a... Wow. Just a nice little haiku or something. Just something something in her honor. Or lengthy essay. Huge long essay. Yeah. Yeah. I get okay. Joy and I have had I, I it's not even a fling. I've I've actually invited You're such a ladies man, Dr. London. Wow. I, I've invited Joy to some some uh meals before and of course, the essential workers were there. So once again, it was the push and pull tug of war. <laughs> right. We've yeah. gotten to the bottom uh, like, of it. Now yes, we know Okay. Why. Now we know okay. that. And like a lot makes sense, by the way, with joy in my relationship. So I guess my poem or we'll, we'll see how it goes here. Okay. Um, hey, Joy, what's up? Oh, wow. Uh, look at the time. I, I totally forgot to do this earlier, but hey... Um, want to grab a bite to eat? Oh, yeah. No, I know that last time I really screwed it up and I left you there. And I, whenever I tried to, to send you money, uh, that it didn't go through. And that is the internet. My connection, my data plan was like really shorting me that time of the month before it reset. So I uh, just wanted to catch up and say uh, what up from, from me and the fellas. I'm glad you know, that's going to be another episode to debunk that date. Okay. Now let me let me let me give Joy my ode, which is, dear Joy, I do enjoy you. You're not a toy. You like soy. You drink Lacroix. You do not annoy. You're you're a, you're not a decoy. She lo- yes. Uh, ahoy, ahoy. So, do you, do you guys know about chat AI? Like chat GPT? Um, I just asked chat GPT to write an ode to joy. You ready to hear it? Yeah, they're one of our listeners. Yeah, yeah if we could start outsourcing our chores to automation, like that would be really helpful. Go ahead. Ode to joy, my neighbor so dear, whose driveway is also so near. You bring happiness to my day. In your presence, I cannot stay away. Your smile is as bright as the sun. Your laughter a symphony never done. You are a friend, a confidant too. I am grateful for all that you do. 
with you, the world is a brighter place. I see the beauty in every space. You lift me up with your kindness and grace. My neighbor joy, you bring sunshine to this place. With every step, you light up the way. <laughs> with every word, you make my day. Ode to joy, my dear friend. May our friendship never come to an end. And that that is really nice, but it also shows that AI has a long way to go because, for example, Joy's it was complimenting Joy's smile. You would never ever compliment Joy's smile. Her smile is horrendous. It sucks. It's the ugliest smile I've ever seen a person have. All right. Okay. That's okay. Simple. Okay. So. Okay. Um, Fine. All right. Well, uh, thank you so okay. much, Jenny, wow, for being on. What a treat. Uh, I guess let's thank see. you so much. All right. Uh, do you have anyone? And sorry to press this, but like. Are you a fan of anyone else who might have something coming up that's oh, worth promoting? Yes. Actually, I'm glad you asked. Um, there's this comic who I follow. She's putting out a special that's already out on YouTube called People Pleaser. Just came out. Talks a lot about dating. Her name's Chase okay. O'Donnell. So you should find People Pleaser on YouTube or her Instagram's Chase O'Donnell. Thank you, Jenny, for being on. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, to our producer Cameron, uh, thank you to Digital the Host. All of these ones were via email, and they emailed me first, saying like, uh, "Click this link for to meet some hot babes near town," that kind of thing. Uh, and I was like, "Oh, they know what I'm interested in. I am actually interested in you know attractive young people, uh, close to my age group that are in the same town." Click this link. Hot babes in your town. Click this link. Hot babes in your town. To meet some hot babes in your town. So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 yes. You know, scrambling to type that in. So I was like, okay, yeah, 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 you know, scrambling to type that in. And there's nothing wrong, by the way, with knowing what you want and clicking a link.